Hi everyone and welcome to episode 39 of Trial by Podcast. My name is Monique Messenger. And I'm Stephanie Andrews, a lawyer in the litigation and dispute resolution group. Today we'll be discussing a topic that has seen some heated debate in the last few years, the Free Britney movement and her conservatorship. A conservatorship is a legal arrangement whereby a judge appoints a responsible person or organisation to act as the guardian of another adult who the court has deemed cannot care for themselves or manage their own finances. We will also look at this legal arrangement from an Australian perspective and whether this sort of order would be enforceable in Australia. First, though, let's look how Britney ended up in her current situation. The Free Britney movement has dominated news headlines in more recent years, but Britney's journey to conservatorship really began in 2006 when she was going through a very public divorce and a custody battle. You might remember some of her, to quote, public meltdowns recorded around this time by paparazzi. Britney driving a car with her son on her lap, shaving her head, and smashing a paparazzi's car with an umbrella. Britney was admitted to rehab several times during this period. In 2008, she was committed to a psychiatric ward and put on an involuntary psychiatric hold on two occasions. Following Britney's involuntary second admission to a psychiatric hospital, her father, Jamie Spears, applied to the court for an emergency temporary conservatorship. There are different forms of conservatorships. Jamie relied specifically on Section 1801 of the Californian Probate Code. This section states that a conservator may be appointed for a person who is unable to provide property for their own personal needs, such as food or shelter, or who cannot manage their own financial resources or resist fraud or undue influence. The Californian court approved a conservatorship for Brittany that gave Jamie Spears very broad powers over Brittany's estate and health including over her living arrangements, meals, clothing, and recreation. A lawyer, Mr. Andrew Wallet, was also appointed co-conservator of Britney's estate, giving him power over her financial assets, like collecting her income and paying her bills. However, he was required to account to both Britney and the court on how he did this. So to put that into perspective, imagine that you're 27 years old and two other people control your money, what you eat, and the clothes you wear. Despite the conservatorship, which was made permanent in late 2008, Britney continued to perform and release new music. Between then and 2018, she did two global tours, completed a four-year concert residence in Las Vegas, released albums, launched clothing and perfume lines, and appeared as a judge on The X Factor US. Britney was also reportedly involved in all business and career decisions. So while there was still some concern and criticism by fans about her conservatorship, it was generally seen as an arrangement that assisted her. The probate code also requires regular reviews of conservatorships by the court on whether the conservatee wishes to petition the court for termination of the conservatorship, whether the conservatee still requires the arrangement, and if the conservators are acting in the best interests of the conservatee. If these reviews were undertaken in accordance with the probate code, it can be assumed that the court believed Britney's conservatorship was still necessary and operating in her best interests. By 2019, however, public sentiment towards the conservatorship had begun to change. Britney was set to return to Las Vegas for another residency in February 2019, but cancelled it just one month before. She claimed this was to spend more time with her family as her father had suffered a near-fatal colon rupture the year before. But after this, Britney went MIA on her Instagram account and in March 2019, it was announced that she would have an indefinite work hiatus. Not long after, Britney was checked into a mental health facility. 
There are conflicting reports on whether this was voluntary. A podcast called Britney's Gram claimed that the residency cancellation was due to Britney's refusal to take her medication and that she was now being held against her will at a psychiatric facility. Anonymous members of Britney's legal team were purportedly the source of these claims, igniting the Free Britney movement. Around this time, Andrew Wallet also resigned as co-conservator of her estate after 11 years without giving reasons why. This left Britney's father, Jamie, as her sole conservator. Today, three years on, Britney has three conservators. Firstly, Jamie, her father, co-conservator over Britney's financial affairs. Jody Montgomery, Britney's care manager, made conservator over her personal life in September 2019. And thirdly, a corporate fiduciary, Bessemer Trust, made co-conservator of Britney's estate in November 2020, managing her financial affairs with her father, Jamie. It is important to note, Bessemer Trust was made co-conservator following multiple requests by Britney's legal team to have her father removed as conservator of her estate. On the 17th of March, 2021, Britney's lawyer, Samuel D. Ingham III, laid out a plan to petition to make the singer's current care manager and temporary conservator, Jody Montgomery, a permanent conservator. This petition was to be addressed by the Californian court on the 27th of April. However, on the 27th, the court adjourned the hearing until the 23rd of June. The existing conservatorship arrangement for Britney has been extended to September 2021. There is no limit on how many times a conservatorship can be extended, so there is a real possibility that Britney will be under this conservatorship for the rest of her life, if that is what the court finds most appropriate. To terminate the conservatorship, Britney would need to prove to the court that she no longer requires it. Britney's recent attempts to have her father removed as conservator have fueled the Free Britney movement, with many believing that she is being mistreated and exploited. Some members of the movement believe Britney is reaching out for help through coded messages on Instagram. In response, they've organised rallies and petitions to have Britney's conservatorship terminated. Interestingly, Britney's lawyers have applied to have the court proceedings open to the public. They've even made comments to the media that appear to support the movement, referring to it as, quote, far from being conspiracy theory, end quote. This is being met with frustration by those in support of the conservatorship. Referring to the movement, Andrew Wallet told the media, their perception is so wrong, but you can't go and tell them why, because a lot of it is confidential. Bringing things back to an Australian context, could this kind of arrangement occur here? Though we don't have a conservatorship in Australia, we do have arrangements that are similar, established through financial management and guardianship orders. Like America, Australia separates matters relating to finance or your estate, as it is called in America, and matters relating to an individual. But before entertaining applications for financial management or guardianship, courts and tribunals will consider whether a person has appropriate arrangements in place. This is done through enduring powers of attorney and enduring guardians. Say someone, let's call them Tom, wants to appoint someone to manage financial and legal decisions on his behalf, like signing legal documents and operating his bank accounts. Tom would need to apply for an enduring power of attorney. Let's say Tom also wants someone to make health and lifestyle decisions on his behalf, like where he would like to live and personal services he will receive. He would need an enduring guardian. This is why they are common in Australia, usually when drafting a will, so that in the event you lose capacity to look after yourself and your affairs, 
it is left controlled by an individual elected by you. However, you must have a certain level of mental capacity to consent to the appointment. This is distinct from Brittany's conservatorship, where she was deemed to lack the required capacity to make these decisions for herself. So let's look at it from this angle. Say Brittany's family lived in New South Wales, Australia, and she did not have the mental capacity to appoint an attorney or guardian. What would her father, Jamie, need to do? Jamie would have to apply to the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal or the New South Wales Supreme Court for a guardianship order, appointing him as Brittany's legal guardian and make a financial management application to be appointed as her financial manager as well. This would then give him the authority to make decisions on Brittany's healthcare, lifestyle, medical matters, finances, and legal affairs. Similar to a conservatorship, court or tribunal-appointed guardians and attorneys are only a last resort if there are no other appropriate arrangements already in place, or where an appropriate alternative cannot be found. As you can see, there are real parallels between the Australian and American approach to assisting people who lack capacity. I guess the last outstanding question before we leave is what will happen now for Brittany? As we mentioned earlier, if Brittany wishes to petition the court to terminate the conservatorship, she will need to prove to the court that she no longer requires assistance, making decisions and managing her affairs. The court will likely order an investigation to determine whether this is in Brittany's best interest. If the court is satisfied that the conservatorship is no longer required, the court may enter judgment terminating the conservatorship. Interestingly, while Brittany's court-appointed lawyers have continued to petition for the removal of Jamie as co-conservator, so far as we are aware, they have not petitioned for the termination of the conservatorship altogether. This is an important distinction which sometimes gets lost in the media's reports. With the petition to remove Jamie as the conservator is to be heard in late June by the Californian court, we will soon know whether the court will exercise their discretion under these provisions and find it appropriate to remove Britney's father, or whether the court does not see what the Free Britney movement does and will determine that Jamie is fit to remain as the conservator of the estate. The Free Britney movement is a big topic in the news, but few people are aware of the legalities around it or how it applies in Australia. That's definitely something I found when I've been talking to friends. Hopefully this episode has shed some insight into the complexities of the case. If you enjoyed it, please remember to leave us a review. Hope to see you next time.